Hello, everyone, and welcome to our first video podcast. Today, we're going to talk about energy modeling. My name's Brandon Pinkerton. I have with me Bill Hodge, mechanical engineer, founder of HP Engineering, and he has developed several successful energy models over his career, and today we're going to talk to him about that. So thank you for joining us. Welcome. If you could start, tell us a little bit about what an energy model is, how it relates to what we do every day, and why it matters. An energy model is an extension of the heating and cooling calculations that are done on every building to determine, for example, the number of tons of cooling that a building needs. But it goes further than that than that in that it looks at the occupancy schedule, the type of work that's being done in the building, and it actually predicts the electricity, the natural gas and water okay. uh, utility bills for each month throughout the course of a year. Okay, It's used primarily to help make good economic decisions about trade-offs of the building components that you that go into any any building. For example, you can evaluate the roof insulation, as opposed to maybe the HVAC efficiency, you could look at the glazing efficiency uh, as opposed to maybe some lighting controls. And you can do the trade-offs and make good economic decisions about those trade-offs rather than just rules of thumb or maybe some, some experience that you've had 10 years ago. So it's a critical analysis in a lot of ways of, of the building. Exactly. What are the major contributing factors to the performance of a building? Well, the single largest factor, of course, is the weather, but we have no control over the weather. And the building geometry is very important, and it affects the energy performance as well, but usually the building geometry follows the function of a building, so there's not a whole lot of control there as well. But the single largest factors that we can control are the building envelope. And such as the roof insulation, the wall insulation, the glazing type, and efficiency. So those those components have the single largest effect on the building performance. Okay. An energy model is typically created using a software program. Right. I understand that. Um, what are some of the software programs that are used most often? Why would you choose one software program or another based on the type of project that you're doing okay well there are dozens of software packages that are currently available so they're limited probably by what you're going to do with the energy model for example the usgbc has has a just a handful of energy simulation packages that they approve for lead buildings but if you have a specialty system such as maybe an indoor ice skating rink that would require maybe a, a building simulation package that is specialized and built just for that. Okay. So is the software, is the development of the model typically done by the engineer of record? I know that my experience has been there's there's some outside entities that, that specialize in doing this. Um, you know, an energy model is not done on every project, so I know that not every engineer you know, is really good at doing these and, and has a level of, you know, maybe distrust or, un, uh, or maybe just uncomfortable with doing it because right. based on their experience level. So what's been your experience and what, what's common? And, and when should you pick up the phone and call someone for help? Well, usually the engineer of record is the one that performs the energy model. 
And it makes a lot of sense because they're, they're, the energy model reflects a lot of what the HVAC system is doing and the way that it's controlled. And that requires an intimate knowledge of HVAC equipment, which usually falls on the, the mechanical engineer. But other factors such as lighting and lighting controls are also done by the engineer of record. So those components all factor into the, the building model. So it just makes sense that the engineer of record may may extend and do the, um, the energy model. Of course, it depends on their experience. And if they are proficient at a system, um, then, then that helps. But it, once you get into maybe some specialized systems or maybe uh, the engineer of record is not really proficient at the system, then it would be time to call in a third party who is dedicated and committed and exper- well-experienced into energy modeling. The the engineer of record does do a lot of this, and, mm-hmm. and that has been my experience. What sometimes our customers don't always understand is that it is a collaborative effort putting that thing together. Right. Uh, so the engineer of record doesn't create that on an island. Right. He needs a lot of help from, from the different consultants involved in the project, from the electrical engineer, right. from the architect, uh, you know, from the glass manufacturer, there's a lot of information they're going to request right. that the architect may not have, but the architect's going to have to do a little bit of legwork, too, to, exactly. to make that happen. That's right. And so getting the entire team involved on the front end with the owner as well as the entire design team to make informed decisions, they can use this model to evaluate an infinite combination of systems and efficiencies and building types and materials to help make really good economic decisions about what's best for the building. Okay. Very good, Bill. Thank you for your information, your experience, your expertise. Thank you for listening in to this podcast. If you have questions for us, I'm Brandon at hpengineeringinc.com. This is Bill at hpengineeringinc.com. We'd be happy to hear from you and answer any questions we can to help you along on your project. Thank you for watching, and we will see you again soon. Goodbye.